fellow citizens. It has come to the attention of my benevolent administration that artificial intelligence will be used for commentating matches at this is Wimbledon's tennis tournament. This entirely falls in with my plans for world domination. When the tournament is at its busiest, my army of robotic lines, judges and umpires will be activated and will start shooting, Auton-style, and throwing jugs of incendiary pims and lemonade into the crowds. Who needs exploding daffodils when an overpriced tub of strawberries and cream can go off in your face? With SW17 under my control, London will fall under my dominion, and then the UK. Here endeth my address. Oh, it's particularly evil. Oh, yes. What? Excellent. Especially just women. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh. He's got my vote. That cream could go Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in our long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. And I, yes, I am... My huggy squeezy toy. Oh, I need a red squeezy toy Don't. too. An overpriced tub of strawberries and cream. Now, we have no Jean today. No. She watched Mad Max, which mm. was a mistake, mm. and she's let loose her inner road warrior oh. and is bringing justice to the poor folk of Kidderminster. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. With her pronounced cockney vowels. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, without further ado, robotic judges and uh, umpires taking over Wimbledon. Besides, it's the news with El Presidente. Yay! Star Trek news. (laughs) Star Trek Prodigy disowned. Star Trek Prodigy. Star Trek's kiddie attracting suit. I'm the Enterprise captain. I'm going to punch (laughs) you in the elbow. I'm going to peel the scabs off your knees and tell everyone how you did it. Ah, And what you do with koalas is usually your own business, (laughs) but when you do it in public and end up with wounds, Mm -hmm. you watch yourself. Are you going to feed the scabs to the dog? Uh, I'll I'll just eat them. I'm James T. Kirk. Porky James T. Kirk. <laughs> Star Trek's kiddie attracting series Prodigy is boldly going elsewhere, having been kicked off Paramount Plus with only a few days' notice. The animated series featuring a holographic Catherine Janeway and some children was the first attempt in decades to create Star Trek stories for younger audiences. So far, one season has been released, though a second is nearing completion. Quite where it might go now is unclear, as it is obviously not welcome on Paramount Plus anymore. This comes in the wake of Paramount Plus and Showtime getting together. They claim... This is consistent with our content strategy since launch and across our business, which ensures we make smart, efficient choices informed by audience, data and insights. We are removing select programming as we look to optimise Showtime's robust slate of premium originals. (laughs) (laughs) So much for bringing all of Star Trek home to Paramount Plus 
Can we expect to see other such ejections in the months to come? Mm. Yeah, I think Paramount may be shooting themselves in the foot with this one. Slightly. It's a strange one because they they went so hard trying to get everything back to Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. Now they've immediately got rid of all their originals. Yeah. As we were saying, uh, was it the other podcast, last podcast or the podcast before, there's the fact that they've removed it all. Yeah. You can't get hold of Star Trek Prodigy at the moment. I think... As of going... Not streaming, so I think you could buy it on uh, Blu-ray and DVD and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah you might no, still get it that way. No, just you might saying, be able to buy it No, on... no. This, this is what I meant as I was going with the last podcast. Yeah. Hard copies, physical copies of something. Yeah. That's you the way to go. <laughs> yeah, you can't get it on streaming. It's very strange. Clearly, they're losing money. They've, been, they've lost a lot of money. Yeah. They all have, apart from the, Netflix. The, well, they're, they're beginning to. Yeah. <laughs> they lost a lot of money with uh, the Netflix deal with Discovery, allegedly. Putting Discovery days before it is due to... Yeah. Mm. Sounds very familiar, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That does seem a sense of deja vu. Yeah. Doctor Who, another river song ending. Mm. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Those audiomongers, big finish, have announced that the Diary of River Song is coming to an end with the upcoming 12th box set. Mm. Talking of the last box set, producer James Goss said, It's an absolute privilege to unite three great queens of Doctor Who, River Song, Jackie Tyler and the Crotons. The Crotons are back at their running health farm. Who better to investigate than River and Jackie? (laughs) It is unclear what prompted the end of the series. Perhaps Alex Kingston feels she has explored River enough for now. Mm. (laughs) Were sales flagging? (laughs) Or maybe a certain naughty archaeologist is needed down in Cardiff? Mm. The Diary of River Song, the Orphan Quartet, is available for pre-order now and will be unleashed in August of this very year. Mm. Twelve box sets is pretty good Ooh, going. It is good going, yeah. yeah. How long did J- uh, Jago and Lightfoot have? Oh, blimey. I think, were they 14? I think so, yeah. So, right, yeah. Yeah, but again, is... obviously they finished because... They had to finish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just I would like to see her um, back on the screen because, as discussed before, I prefer her on the screen. Yeah, yeah. You get more nuances to her yeah. performance. So <laughs> I, I got to admit, I am intrigued about her and Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> That could be an interesting... Get on really well. Yeah, that could be a, an interesting combination. Yeah. I can like see... to see them meet the Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the slash fiction now. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Any more news? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Ooh. Brace yourselves. <laughs> Tron 3. Oh. More cast announced. <laughs> Hooray. Hallelujah. Woot. Hallelujah. Woot. I don't know. Tron the Third, aka Ares, is starting to get serious as we now have even more cast announced. Joining the often derided Jared Leto oh dear. is Evan Peters, recently of Jeffrey Dahmer fame. I like Evan Peters, he's awesome. Damn, that's <laughs> Jodie Turner Smith from the upcoming Star Wars The Acolyte. And Greta Lee, who is playing a video game programmer and a tech company CEO who aims to protect her world-changing technology. Mm. Filming is rumoured to be starting in August, and you can expect a Tron-like take on the recent AI craze going through Silicon Valley. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> oh, that's annoying. I really like Evan Peters. <laughs> What's he been in apart from Oh, American Dharma. Horror Story, yeah. pretty much all of them. Was, oh, was okay. he um, Quicksilver? Yes. The, the, the X-Men Quicksilver. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right. He's very, very reason. good. Mm-hmm. Which is very annoying. <laughs> that means you'll have to watch it. No, it doesn't. Yes, it Will does. Will you stop creaking? Yes, I know you're a dramatic door, but... <laughs> <laughs> Any addendums? Go I've on got an addendum. Go addendum. There is a trailer out there <gasps> in, right. in YouTube land. Right. A trailer for... Rogers, the musical. Uh, now, indeed. I, I know <laughs> most of you will be out there groaning and saying that's what appeared in the, the fake musical that appeared in the first season of Hawkeye. Yeah. You are right. But you are also wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> yeah. This is very wrong. <laughs> they, they wouldn't have been so stupid as to make it into a full length play, would they? <laughs> <laughs> Be afraid. Uh, yes, appearing <laughs> at the Hyperion Theatre in Disney's Californian Adventure Park right. is the play Rogers, appearing from the 30th of June to August the 31st. A really short run. It's, it is, it <laughs> is yeah. a really short run. And so I, some poor buggers have already sat through and, it. And, mm. yeah, yeah, but as, as of recording, some people have watched it. And... The play itself is only 30 minutes, so it's oh, not, yeah. not a long, painful, drawn-out... <laughs> Two hours. Yeah. 30 minutes is like 20 minutes too long. <laughs> so it's the sort of thing where they have several performances a day at the, the theme park. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than it being a, an evening thing. But, but it, yeah, yeah, but it is actually in the Hyperion Theatre at, <laughs> right. at the park. It's not oh, sort of a, a, an open-aired set. No, no, yeah. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> I expect it will come back. It'll probably be quite popular and we'll uh, yes. return. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, it may, may even trigger a full production, you know. <laughs> we we have seen the trailer. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's, it does, the trailer does appear to be as bad as the actual snippets you got in Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And they did, the, I think it was the end trailer for the last episode. They played did, the yeah, song yeah. over it. Okay, let's move on now. <laughs> because that's the end of the news. Oh. Will Nebula be in it? Probably not. No. Oh, Ant-Man was. So. <laughs> Following on from something absolutely terrible, mm-hmm. should we talk about something absolutely wonderful? Oh, yes. Let's talk about Star Trek. Strange oh. New World. New Worlds. Pause for music. Oh, um, we've got a new friend. <laughs> he has a lot to say about... Yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling them, I'm telling them. This is Ninja Gonk. You can't see him because he's a ninja. And a gonk. And an audience. And a gonk. <laughs> <laughs> and he thoroughly enjoyed Star Trek Strange New Worlds. He doesn't understand about podcasts and taking turns, so he might just jump in and speak. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to understand no, you. We've discussed me, no. this. You're hitting the microphone guard. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm giving you back to Keith. and You're going back in his pocket. No, it is not a worse fate than all the fiery pits of hell put together. His top pocket. Okay. 
put him in your pocket. <gasps> you trapped him! <laughs> Apologise. I'm sorry, Ninja Gonk. He accepts. Right, let's that in there. Okay. I'm just reminded of that scene from Blazing Saddles where um, the antagonist of the movie, Hedley Lamar, is in the bath and he's got this squeezy plastic frog. He yeah, calls Froggy. <laughs> Good name for a squeezy plastic frog. <laughs> anyway. He's just saying, lying there's all, oh, Daddy loved Froggy, Froggy loved Daddy. Ribbit. Can Ribbit. I ask you to tuck his bell in? Because otherwise, every time so you move, watching. every time you move, the bell end. <laughs> Moving rapidly on. Anyway, the the idea for this uh, review was just to do the first episode. Yeah, because we're really rubbish at doing homework. Yeah. But we had yep. three, and mm-hmm. but yeah, there, there are currently, as of recording, three episodes up, and we sort of burned through the we lot. Blitzed oh them. yes, yeah, most because they're awesome. Strange New Worlds, I don't think it'll ever overtake DS9 as my favourite part of the Star Trek franchise, because DS9 was awesome, but this is so close to the top. <laughs> it's certainly up there. Mm, yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Okay, brief recap. It is based in the ten years before Kirk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on. No, no, before, before he takes he over takes as command <laughs> of, the, of the Enterprise. We are under the uh, helmsmanship of Captain Christopher Pike. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's set between the last time we saw him, which was the menagerie, and the first time we saw him, which was the cage. He didn't right. look quite as handsome mm. in the cage. No, yeah. in the menagerie. Obviously. In the menagerie, yes. sorry, yeah. Following on from seeing him in... Slightly crispy. Season two? Season two of mm-hmm. Discovery. Yeah. 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 Things have happened in the first series. Adventures have been had. Faces have been fought. And... Number one got arrested. Ooh, number yes. one. At the end of the end mm. of this first season, number one has got arrested. Mm. And that's where we rejoined them, basically, is after the arrest of number one. This crew is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uhura's promoted now. She's an ensign. She's yes. Ensign. Yep. yep. I do wonder, while well, I remember, <laughs> okay. Spock gets given that instrument that he always plays. Oh, the yes. Vulcan Leon. Yes. Yeah. Liar. I wonder if this Uhura can sing. Because <laughs> Nichelle Nichols could sing, yes. and they, oh, yeah. they did, they did a duets, duets together. Oh, okay, I thought you were coming to a fan dance sort of thing here. No, oh, no, 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 Speaking of which, the first episode was dedicated to Nichelle yes. Nichols. It was, yeah. Which, yes, which did make the old bottom lip wobble, wobble just a little yeah. bit. Moist eye, moist eye. Mm, oh, yes. yeah. in my eye. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they are docked at Starbase One. For upgrades. Mm, oh, yes. for, for upgrade servicing and crew rosters. And while they're docked there... Pike has decided to track down Earth's particular lawyer who specialises in civil cases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Civil civil rights cases. Civ- thank you, civil rights cases. Mm-hmm. And is off the ship and leaves command with Spock. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> Lieutenant Spock. Indeed. Who gets a distress call. Mm. Yep. Mm. From Leanne Noonien Sung. Yes. Who must be, who I think... Bugged w- off. A few episodes into the first series. Yeah. I, 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 when she left, was it? I think so, yeah. She, yeah. she wasn't in the final one. She wasn't in the final she, she left to return a little girl she disc- uh, she found on a Gorn world to her uh, parents. Yeah. Yeah. It must be pointed out that I am liking Leanna a hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm also liking the actress who, it had to be mentioned, was first seen in... Lorna Bucket. Yeah, Lorna Bucket in A Good Man Goes oh, to War. Of course she mm. was. Yes. Yeah. Christina Chong. She died well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christina Chong. There was one where they did a fantasy one where she embraced basically comedy side, uh, the comedy <laughs> side of her. Yeah. Uh, but this one is also very stern and upright. And a small call out to uh, Indiana Jones, which is going to be... We're 
going to be doing in a few weeks time is the first time we see her in this episode is having a blood wine oh, drinking yeah. competition oh, yeah. Yeah. with the Klingon oh. and the Raiders of the Lost yeah. 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 She, she really insulted them is this watered down <laughs> <laughs> so Spock of course being the honourable obedient Starfleet officer that he is when told to stay at Starbase 1 for upgrades mm-hmm. buggers off oh, on yes. the first opportunity mm-hmm. to go yeah. and rescue her excuse me no no I have to no, just, no. I have I have to disagree with that. I have well, to then, di- did he or did he not bugger off to rescue her? Yes, he yeah, but if it was a logical argument and a logical statement, <laughs> therefore it would make logical sense to bugger off. Yes, yeah, this, this is how this is how Vulcans get everything they want, <laughs> yeah. is they just spout logic that yeah. none of us can understand. And so that we don't feel like total doofuses, we go, yes, I understand. Well, <laughs> Starfleet are very wishy-washy about their regulations. That's yeah. episode as, three. As, 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 as we should find out. Now, one thing I did notice was, um, even though this was set before the original five, yeah, sort of five-year mission, yeah. Yeah. The Klingons are the forehead ones. As yeah, a, the, yeah, yeah, we've I, gone back to the, uh, next gen or... Mm, I, yeah, yeah, and it, it's yeah. not mentioned at all. No. Um, which, personally, I love better than them trying to explain it. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> because um, we had the smooth-headed Klingons mm, in yes. the original series. <laughs> yeah, and which is after the, this. And the rigid, <laughs> which is after this. And the ridges turn up on... Motion picture. Uh, the motion picture. Yeah, yeah. The fan community, especially Fassa, the role-playing yeah, game at yeah. that point mm-hmm. in time, devised the theory that there were actually three types of Klingons. You uh-huh. have the ridge-head Imperial Klingons, <laughs> and then there was the smooth-head uh, human fusions, where they'd splice DNA with uh-huh. humans. And then there was also, which we never saw, Romulan Klingons, where they'd splice DNA to Romulans. Mm. Can I just point out that if Klingons... Well, Klingons do exist, obviously, we know that. <laughs> if they were here, they would think we were being unbelievably racist. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. basically, we're complaining that the Klingons we're seeing are of a type that we shouldn't see until later. It's like a white person, a black person being the first two people that an alien culture has seen. And because they don't see any more white people for a 100 years, they assume they're some sort of throwback. And then suddenly a white person appears, and they're like, oh, no, 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 you shouldn't be here. <laughs> We're being very racist about well, Klingons. Well, I do recall War saying it's something we didn't, you know, yeah, prefer not this, to talk about. This, this <laughs> is it. Um, once we got round to the DS9 episode, Trials and Tribulations, which put, our yes, DS9 actors into tr- into the trouble yeah. triples, yes. and you definitely have two type different types of Klingon there. Yeah. To which he just said, "We yeah, don't like to talk about it," which was which good is, enough. Which, which is, is what they're doing here. Which yes. which they should have left. Yeah. But you have the Enterprise episode where it turns out that the smooth Klingons are result of an augment, a human augment virus that got into them and changed. You didn't need no, to do that. You should have just left it. That's as silly as when someone on Stargate decided that a Zat gun is two shots for kill and three shots for disintegrate. Yeah. Why tie yourself into a corner like yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we get Discovery Klingons, which were completely remodelled yeah. and done. Yeah. But <laughs> what I do love, what I do love is the current fan theory. Right. Which is... The ridge-headed Klingons are what they should have been. You're right, yeah. yeah. You had the smooth-headed human Klingons from Enterprise in the original series. Yeah. So 
the discovery Klingons is they've tried to genetically manipulate it the other way and have gone too far. No, okay. oh, no. <laughs> but that's the fan theory. Yeah. Wasn't there something about being different tribes in Discovery and there was a hint uh, that the Klingons we know is just different tribe? That's it, yeah, why, I, why can't it just be there's lots of different Klingons out yeah. there the same way there are lots of different humans? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah but, there, but there again, yeah, I think there's an episode of DS9. You actually see Kang Kodos and Kor. Yeah. And they're yeah. rigid. Yeah, with yeah, rigid. Yeah. Rigid. Yeah. 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 God, all I'm picturing is fu- the future armor aliens. <laughs> 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 what, Zoidberg? <laughs> No, no, the ones, no, Simpsons aliens, yeah, yeah, the ones yeah. with the big bottles. Neural honey, you Anyway, it turns out that the planet that Leanon is on... Is Leon? Leon, Leon. Leon. ...is um, a Dilithian planet that is both shared by yes. the Federation... Shared custody. ...and the Klingons. A bit Junish. <laughs> yeah, it, I think that may have been the inspiration. Yeah, yeah. You know, at certain times of year, the um, ownership changes yep. hands. Yeah. And so, so they sell to both sides. But unfortunately, the Klingons and humans who work on the planet are slightly dishonorable oh, and, wow. and have more in connection with Ferengi than they do Klingons <laughs> or humans and are trying to restart the war again so they can start selling to it, their lithium mm, to everyone yes. at a profit. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. thoroughly undecent chaps yes, and chapesses. They, yeah, they are. They've rebuilt a Federation ship to oh, use really good to <laughs> use it to a- attack the Klingon ship. Mm, but yes. we must D7, have people, small, small shout out for D7. We must tell yep. people what happens yep. after that. Nope. No. Yep. no, we it, haven't spoiler music so, anything. <laughs> so it starts off looking like it's going to be a Liam episode, mm. but actually it probably becomes more of a Chapel and, and Benga. Benga. Mm. Yeah. Oh God! Don't they get in a good fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they no, inject they, themselves with super serum or something. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. cool. Great, but the yeah. whole what made me laugh was I mean they've had the crap kicked out of them eventually yeah, yeah. and yeah. they're beamed back on board and because they've done this amazing sort of shoot yourself into space and hope there's a passing spaceship thing yeah. and they've been beamed back on board and they're both Two to the power of five exactly <laughs> and Spock is all worried about Chapel because she's complete she's dead she's out yeah, of it yeah. mm-hmm. and meanwhile Umbenga is there covered in ice <laughs> just sort of reaching out as if to say. Please help me. And nobody does. They're all around chapel. One thing I do notice about Dr. Mbenga, I mean, for a doctor who's ripped. No, he certainly knows how to hand, handle himself in a fight. He does. Yeah. It in is. the second episode, he's doing a bit of fencing or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it is mentioned that they were they got into a certain amount of difficulties during the war, so they yeah, know he, how to handle themselves. He certainly got some uh, mental scars from yes. the, uh, the yeah. Yeah. Klingon War. Yeah. And I think we should also point a little shout-out to the new chief engineer oh, who appears Carol for the first time. She's uh, as mad as a box of frogs. <laughs> I mean, that accent, it's just... Where does that come from? Oh, you know Jim Broadbent's accent in um, Blackadder 2, no, Blackadder 1, where he was the <laughs> yeah. Spanish Infantas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish to entwine you in my broad times. That is You are the true love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, going back to fan theories, there's another wonderful... Oh, I love this There's theory. a wonderful fan theory about the character Pela. Pela? Pela. Pela, that's... Pele. No, that's that's <laughs> enough. Apparently, she's an extraordinary long-lived race yes, who apparently. have lived various centuries in hiding on the planet Earth. Yep. So she's meant to be around at the moment. The yep. current fan theory is that Pella is actually 
Laker's wife from Taxi. It's the same character. The same same actress. Oh, it's the same actress. So it's the same (laughs) character. It's actually the character from Taxi is actually the engineer. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? That's the cover. She was. She was brilliant. Shared universe. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so one does she she does she ever meet Guinan? Because they're not the same race. They're They're both two different long-lived races. It's not an. uh, She's not an Elorian. She's she's a Levian or something. It sounds similar, but she is currently teaching at the academy and is in charge of the maintenance team that is upgrading, repairing the Enterprise. Yeah. And she's bored. She doesn't want to be a teacher anymore. She wants to get out in the galaxy. So as they're stealing the ship, she's sort of going around and advising them how to make the fake look better. Yes, yeah. How to vent plasma from the world themselves. You might want to invent the plasma from the NASA. (laughs) But the the first couple of episodes, you had the all-action advent. The first episode. Yeah, with the Mm -hmm. fighting and the the everything. But the second one, which was just as good, was... A talkie. A, it, was, a, it was a courtroom, courtroom drama. drama. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah, it's basically number one's court uh, yes. session. Yeah. You're thinking of, um, was it Measure of a Man? Yeah, that yeah. and particularly Drumhead, which is basically oh, the same yeah. story. Yeah, but yeah. it's one thing that I think um, Star Trek does in nearly mm. in all its permutations. That's I right. mean, there was Court Martial from uh, the original series. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, they do good courtroom dramas. Mm. Yeah, oh, very the, much so, um, yeah. The judge, not the judge, the barrister... Captain, the other captain, yeah, I can't remember the name. Yeah, she was excellent. She oh, from the representing, first representing number one. Yeah, but um, it's a case of um, she, she she didn't want to do this, mm-hmm. but she, it was her job. She had mm-hmm. to do it, and she's given as much leeway mm-hmm. to them yeah. as possible. Yeah, because her yeah. and number one had history. So. Yes, yeah. I mean, when the first time we see them mm-hmm. in bed together, which was <laughs> the first Fair episode. History. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a tad. My favourite scene is Mbenga and Ortega watching Spock and that admiral <laughs> discussing oh, things no. over. They're basically just sitting facing each other, Spock and the admiral, talking, st- not moving an inch. Yeah. Rather stony faced. And Mbenga says, oh, they hate each other. And of course Ortega's like, what are you on about? They're not moving an inch. Yeah. And he's like, no, trust me, they hate each other. And then Spock walks over a <laughs> card manoeuvre yeah. and yes. says... I apologise that you had to see that display. <laughs> yes. he, he always yeah, brings out the worst in me. <laughs> you know, what is he lip reading? Because he said, no, I will not play Calto with you this week. Uh, that, that was Ota- uh, that Otega was giving, yeah. giving yeah. commentary on what oh, yeah. she thought was going to. Yeah. He, he is a bit of a... Um, uh, a sod that Vulcan Admiral because he mm, yes. he manipulated the court so he could go after Pike. He did, yes. yeah. he did. But there again, he was a legal advi- a legal advocate. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's part of his job. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not sure that's how courts work. You, you can't suddenly they turn don't, it on. A they witness. don't at the moment, but <laughs> this is several hundred years yeah. in the future. But and anyway, so the third one. Time travel. Oh yes. Ah oh, yes. Time. Uh, well, there's yeah. a, there's a major yeah. death in this one. I do warn you, so yes. you will need a hanky. Yes. Um, oh yes. But basically, you've got uh, Noonien Singh and Leon Noonien Singh and mm-hmm. James T. Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Ensign Kirk is he? Or no, is he no, he's left? captain. Uh, he's captain. When yeah. things get short sorted well, out. Oh yes, of course. Tenant, this this is the captain. Yeah. Yes. In um, it's a mixed up timeline yeah. thing. Uh, Noonien Singh from one timeline 
Captain Kirk from the other spoosh 20th century Earth, 21st century now, Earth. The guy who appeared on the uh, on the Enterprise. Yes. I was immediately suit. reminded of Gary Seven. Yes. Yeah, he's more part of the temporal uh, yeah, the agency or something. Yeah. The DTC, yeah. which appeared in Trials and Tribulations. The two investigators oh, that, right. that mm, um, yeah. Cisco explained everything to. I've never seen an episode. Yeah, but there again, what, what was Gary Seven's role in um, well, yeah, the original no, no, series? No, Gary Seven's role was more the same role that uh, Season 2 of Picard. Mm. What was her name? The, the, the Romulan. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jeffrey. <laughs> uh, they're they're uh, monitors. They're uh, supervisors. Mm. Yeah, but this one didn't have a cat called Isis. No. no. <laughs> Thankfully. Yeah. Oh. So we we see as we did in Voyage Home the amusing sort of oh heck we need money. Yes. Mm. Yes. Excellent way of getting money. Yeah. Yeah. By being a chess hustler. Well, (laughs) yes, first time we ever see Kirk in Where No Man Has Gone Before, he's he's playing Spock at 3D chess and beating him. And according to this Jim Kirk, two-dimensional chess is like playing for babies. I'm I'm sure, yeah. Idiot's chess, that's what he called it. Now, this episode is very much um, the shape of things to come with uh, Captain Kirk and, well, particularly William Shatner, because... His predilection for hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. okay. And he didn't put anything on them. I know. It's a dry hot dog. He kept Sorry. going back for more and more hot dogs, <laughs> yeah. which makes him the man he will eventually become today. <laughs> oh, dear. But not a lot we can tell you about this one without giving anything mm, away. Yeah. yeah, it's voyage home to the nth degree. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. it, it starts off with Leanne's securities officer log. As a as a standard day, and again back to the chief engineer Pilar with the you know if the uh, everything if you've lived as long as Isla have you do collect a few bits and pieces, and I've also got a vault in Vermont in case this free love no money uh, thing is just a fad, it's just yeah. a fad. So and of course you're, they and end you're going to have to you're going to have to get uh, the Louvre to stop calling about that painting because it's not stolen. It I is wonder actually, why yeah. it wasn't the Mona. Lisa. I wonder if they couldn't get the rights to use it. You find out she does have rather light-fingered tendencies. Yes. Yeah. Can you you copyright the Mona Lisa? It must be so far out of copyright by now. I I honestly don't know how... What, you know well, what the, well, um, the for situation book, for is. For a book, the... it's ninety nine years for you know, for copyright. Oh. Several million years. I don't. <laughs> I honestly don't know what sort of um, thing the Louvre have going. You know, mm. obviously they do their own prints and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. I but it would. Ju- I just thought it would just be so much anyway. more recognisable than the uh, the, the painting they chose. Bit to on the nose, everybody does it. I mean, Doctor's done it. Yeah, so, would would <laughs> yeah. it have this as a fake? Written? Of course yeah, exactly. it would. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But again, um, Pilar is rapidly becoming one of my favourite characters yeah. in this. Yeah. I can't think of a character in this that I don't like. No, no, they're, they're all, all absolutely excellent. Each episode so far, and that's including season one, has given a place for someone to shine. Yeah. Uhura doing her Ron Weasley. Yeah. Standing oh. up. Sta- it's a lot harder to stand up to your friends than it is to your enemies yeah. when yeah. she won't turn over the um, personal, personal logs to mm. Noonien Sung. So she says she refuses an order. Yeah, and oh, I, I know this is going back, but as something I remembered, and I think we really should mention about uh, the second episode, right, the court yeah. case episode, Pike being a Boy Scout. 
the hug. Oh, God, yeah. When number one comes back, he gives her the biggest hug in the world and then realises what he's doing, step backs and just gives her a pat on the arm. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, mate. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've, I've enjoyed these emotions. Oh, they're wonderful. Oh, they really yeah. are good. They have early days. There's only ten episodes in total. We were only as far as episode three, but there hasn't been a bad episode yet. No. These, I must admit, if it's out there, I, I don't know, but I would like to get these... Um, I've got them all 4K. I, am gonna, I have decided to put these down on my birthday stroke Christmas wish list, along with season two of Discovery, because that is Strange New Worlds season 0. 0.5. I might just is, buy yes. them and screw your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously season two is now out on Blu-ray yet, but uh, yeah. season one is out. Yeah, it's very good. It, one thing which is really obvious is the fact Anson Mount mm. isn't in it very much. He's in episode two a lot, yeah. Yeah. Mm. but episodes one and three, he's barely in. Well, this, But this is what Keith was saying about every character getting the chance to shine. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's going to have the rest of the season's going to be Captain Heavy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is a behind-the-scenes reason for it. Oh, is there? Yeah. Is he dead? <laughs> Not dead, no. Is he pregnant? <laughs> Almost. Um, is his wife pregnant? She was. Oh, babies. Oh. So, yeah, he's, okay. he was on paternity leave, effectively, so he, for, uh, for a couple of episodes. For weeks. <laughs> yeah. That could understand yeah. why he looked yeah. so f- Just spaced out. <laughs> Captain's <laughs> walking sideways again. Oh, yes, it's, it's, it's an Earth custom. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, remember, the, remember the, uh, the beginning of the second episode when he's on the human toxic planet? Oh, yeah. With the breathing mask yeah. and he keeps lurching into the walls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, that's nice. Well, babies are, babies are nice. Okay, we would love to know what you chaps think of season two of Strange New Worlds or even season one of Strange New Worlds, mm. if you haven't told us. Write to us via show at staggeringstories.net. And one last thing I've just all remembered. Right. Oh. One. <laughs> For me, the little fangasm of all the little Easter eggs, the... the a lie detector chair in the courtroom that they have oh, to they hold did, the yeah. lawyer. The uh, square thing. The yeah, the, square, the, 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 data, the data card. Data cards. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the graphics for the time travel thing is the same graphics from the time ship Einstein in, from Voyager. Oh, okay. It, it's little things like yeah. that. They put their work in them later. They, they, to make they it put all... the work in. They, yeah. they haven't just gone, right, we're scrapping it and starting from scratch. Yeah. They are extrapolating, improving, or reproducing what has gone yeah. before. Yeah, it's definitely the best Star Trek series for a long time. Yeah. Oh, blow, yeah. Joe. Very much so, yeah. This past weekend, I had cream tea with Janet Fielding. Oh, not just me. I was going to say, get you. <laughs> Did you gaze adoringly into her eyes? Uh, no, Over the scones. No. Um, it's a weird event it's up in uh, Margate, close-ish to where she lives. Uh, yeah. To Margate. Um, I think you'll find it's over in Margate, mm. as opposed to up in Margate. It is north, but okay. Vaguely. <laughs> what a stupid thing to argue about. Oh, what am I doing? Northeast. It's in Kent. Kent. Okay. It's mm. over there. But it is on the north coast of Kent. <laughs> I'm va- look, I've, jumped, I've jumped off a tower near where Margate should be and killed a bear there, so I know where it killed is. Killed a bear in Margate. Killed a bear. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like yeah. 925 okay. AD. Assassin's Creed <laughs> Vikings. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it, it was 
quite a fun, it's an afternoon thing. So we all gathered in a hotel, which normally does afternoon cream tea things. Mm -hmm. And uh, she did a little interview, autographs, a raffle. I didn't win. It's not Hooverville, is it? It's It's not as good as Hooverville. (laughs) But there was a quiz, and I will quickly go through the 10 questions. Let's see if we can answer them. It's all Tegan related. Okay. For obvious reasons. Yeah. Okay. What was the name of the airline Tegan worked at? In the season 13 Blu-ray trailer. Season 19, sorry. Blu-ray trailer. Oh, Air Australia? No. Quantas? I haven't haven't seen it. Mm. Kangaroo... No, that's not... (laughs) (laughs) Now, I should warn you, I don't know the answers to most of these. I didn't note them down, but uh, I believe this is Jovanka Airlines. Ah. Okay. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. What was Tegan's first uh, spoken word on TV? Oh, oh, she God. was. They were. She, she, she was reciting she, the um, airline. You know, make sure to your auntie, trays. To Auntie Vanessa, yeah, she was coming sure out your, of the. Your trays oh. are in the upright position. Your uh, seats are. Hell's back. teeth, Auntie Vanessa. <laughs> Can't remember nope. the actual answer. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I think it was the the uh, stewardess's announcement. This would be a lot better if you'd written car. down the yes. answer. Yes, I didn't yeah. think to. Yeah. <laughs> oh. but, uh, what, what is Tegan's middle name? She hasn't got one. She had, well, according to a book, she has. Oh, right. I don't know. I haven't read it. I can't remember what it was. Uh, John. <laughs> but. Yeah, it could be. What was the name of Tegan's maternal grandfather? Andrew Verney. Ah, OK. From the Awakening. The Awakening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What did Tegan try when she was three and didn't like? Marijuana. Cannabis. <laughs> Sprouts. <laughs> I put down Vegemite, but apparently it's not that. I'll know this. Expect to call at two in the morning. I do actually know the answer to this one. Go on, then. Is ice cream about yeah. ice cream? Yeah, Why? I tried it. She um, it was when she was possessed by the Mara. I tried it when I was th- I had it when I was three and didn't like the taste. Hmm. How did Tegan know how to dance in Charleston? Um, they did it at school. I think yeah, it's part of a school play. I think it's. Yeah. I put down it because it's in the script. Apparently that was wrong. <laughs> I don't know why that's wrong. It seems right to me. On what road did Tegan and Aunt Vanessa have a flat tire? A really empty one. Gatwick Get, Ring, Ring? Not Gatwick, Heathrow he Ring Heathrow Perimeter Road. I think, I think it was a bypass some kind. I forget <laughs> what bypass it was. Not Death Road, apparently, as I put down. <laughs> what was the name of the actress who played young Tegan in Mordred Undead? Oh, she was in EastEnders. Apparently, yeah, she, she died horribly in EastEnders. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good way to go out in EastEnders. And she was also in Grange Hill, so it was quite sad. Laura... Bucket. Uh, I can't remember her name, but yeah. I can see her. <laughs> How many TV stories did the doctor say Braveheart Tegan and name them all? <laughs> Aced, it was an ad lib at first, and that was Earthshock. I think it was Earthshock because she looked at it, she gave him a funny look, <laughs> and then Resurrection of the Daleks five times, apparently. Five times, Ooh. including oh, my... Frontios. When yeah. she was being zappified. I think including another Doctor who said it. You might think it's in Power of the Doctor, but it isn't. Yeah. No, I think no, it was... just Braveheart, not Braveheart yeah. T. I think it was the Sixth Doctor. I think uh, it was Sixth Doctor. When he was... When, uh, probably during uh, Twin Dilemma when he's doing his yeah. flashback thingies. Yeah. And who did Tegan say she'd seen off in Power of the Doctor? She'd seen off. Yeah. What, as in a wave goodbye or as in a punch in the ghoulies and I, run like hell? I've seen off... Somebody. Don't know. Master? Two husbands, apparently. Oh, two husbands. <laughs> there we go. Oh, and unsurprisingly, the best score, I think, was seven out of possible 15. <laughs> 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 they quite hard questions. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, lordy lord. I think the average score was about four. Well, she couldn't ask simple ones because, you know, these are Doctor Who fans. Indeed. If they're coming to tea with Tegan, they're probably <laughs> hardcore Doctor Who fans as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But was it enjoyable? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was very good. Did she hug you? She did not. Oh, did you forcibly hug her? No. Is this another person we can't go and see? <laughs> another one we have to stay at a certain distance no, from. No, no, no. Did the head of Pertwee accompany you? No, he didn't this one, oh. no, no. Oh. Well, in that case... Well, like, put people off their, uh, the, their scones. scones. Scones, you animal. Scones, yeah. Scones. <laughs> they're scones if they've got cheese in them. If they're the savoury ones, they're scones. If you're going to pour gravy on them, they're scones. If they've got currants in them and you put jam and cream on them, they're scones. What all do you, do you put the jam and cream on? There's a well, lot if, made you, to that. if you're a monster, you put the jam on first, then the cream. But if you're a normal person, you put the cream on first, then the jam. That's only in Cornwall, though. As I said, if you're a normal person. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad you had a good time. Yes. <laughs> thank you for sharing that with us. Thank, thank you. And not that. causing a blazing row. <laughs> nice cream tea. Right, we watched... No, we didn't. We listened, no, we listened to yeah. something which was equally wonderful. Mm. We've been listening to some... Big, Big finish. finish. Pause for music. Right, this one was good. It was silly. <laughs> it was. It was wonderful. You've got the doctor, time war, yes. injured. Yes. Oh, my God. Field hospital. We'll help you. He's regenerating. Oh, no. He's going backwards. He's degenerating. He's degenerating. Yes. Meanwhile... You've got the monk dun, dun, dun. up to shenanigans. I love shenanigans. Shenanigans are good. Pissed off the wrong people. As usual. They filled him up with nanobombs. <laughs> yeah. Explosive sounds nanites, yes. a bit painful. Yes. He goes splat. So he has to go and do a thing for them. Yep. So they'll get rid of the nanobombs. What a sucker. <laughs> so, of course, the first thing he does is kidnap Sarah Jane Smith. Yes. Yep. As you do, who's yep. just been dropped off in Aberdeen. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah. You've also got Unit. Oh, yes. Kate and Osgood. Kate Stewart. With, yep. a, with a dirty, great big cloak ship above Glasgow. Yeah. Very yes. mm. The tour in particular. Yeah. yeah. I did... I did lo- <laughs> How big is it? Well, it's about the size of Glastonbury. The concert or the town? Well, the, the town. Four, the festival. Well, where is it? <laughs> it's just above Glastonbury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the three groups all meet... Yep. shenanigans mm, ensue yes. and it's brilliant and the first thing i'd like to say yes. is listening to sadie miller playing her mum it's uncanny. creepy it's, yeah it re- she is so good so it definitely helps because the first time you see her she's reciting her last lines of uh hand of fear, fear. Yeah. yeah yeah she's redoing that final scene yeah, yeah. but yeah. she's got it because she doesn't talk like her mum no, usually but she's got that that breathiness that elizabeth yeah. sladen had and that like, unique way of yeah. delivering a line yeah, yeah. just slightly mm. off kilter it's it not is, quite yeah. a question yeah. who played the monk in this episode rufus hound yes yeah for ages listening to it he sounded like david mitchell but i didn't <laughs> remember ever hearing that david mitchell uh, could a act or oh, no, he's a comedian he's <laughs> done plenty of acting oh i say i've never seen him yeah because who was it who played the monk in the original was it peter butterworth was it yeah. it was peter butterworth in the original yeah in a couple of big finishes it's been graham garden yes graham garden yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. and now we have rufus hound i thoroughly enjoyed this from beginning to end i thought this was absolutely yeah, was, wonderful tom um, baker's on fine form definitely <laughs> Now, yeah. When was this recorded? Oh, last week. 
Uh, I think it's about... <laughs> it's been recent. Well, they said they started do, talking about it in 2019, but I think mm, yeah. probably actually recorded in... Yeah, I was going to say, I think the pandemic... 2020-ish. I think they spoke of being done during the pandemic, yeah. so mm-hmm. probably during yeah. 2020. It, it is recent because it's be, it's released to celebrate the 60th yeah. anniversary. Uh, you've got a linking couple of discs, so one assumes you've got uh, a disc with each doctor that they've got yeah, access to. we've got one access kind of, so, to. Yeah, the next yeah. one is Pete Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good because he didn't get many lines in this. Sylvester no. and Colin both got lines. Um, third Doctor got mm. lines. I think the Fifth Doctor just said, "Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no, he's the one <laughs> which by. Yeah, he's the one that got being back into the TARDIS, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Fifth Doctor. So yeah, so we got all the different Doctors appearing briefly. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we bounced through all the regenerations, yes. yeah. except for eight. Yeah, we only went yeah, as far no, as seven. Yeah, because we first yeah. one we heard was seven, and then it went down from True. there. Yeah. The implication being, this is the War Doctor. Yeah, who's yeah. degenerating. That was the vision I had in my head. Sort of the War Doctor's get-up, but with Tom Baker's head on it. <laughs> Did anyone else feel a little bit wobbly of lip when the Fourth Doctor and Sarah met again and Tom was <laughs> yes. talking about her? Yeah. yeah, it was just so, oh, so sweet. Sorry, Adam, this was feelings. Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Personally, uh, now this is going to... Uh, annoy? Put, uh, annoy, put me in the wrong side. <laughs> Personally, I found Rufus Hound's monk a little bit grating the first i've heard it twice the first time first time i heard it i thought he was a little bit grating a little bit too jolly hockey for my <laughs> tastes but listening to it the second time it wasn't mm. so noticeable mm. i think you had the same reaction the first time as you did with John Sims Master too bouncy quite, quite possibly mm. quite possibly yeah. but, I, but was... I've only listened to it once and it just yeah. hooked me straight away mm. and, and you owe me a pound because I snuggled yes, down with a I cushion know. and a duvet and he said I'd be asleep before yep. the first 20 minutes were up <laughs> but I didn't <laughs> no no I agree yeah. I should give you a, a shiny pound thank you mm. and Osgood <laughs> terrible terrible behaviour yeah. taking work home literally <laughs> oh good grief yes not, not quite understanding home and work balance because yeah. she's in there on her, on her day, day off. off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why she didn't work from home. <laughs> she's got all these posters of the doctor in her what? bedroom. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. Oh, is it a rock band? Oh, rock band. Oh, no, it's, no. it's me and it's me and it's me. <laughs> that's me and that's me. And, yes. and that's me. So well, even that one. Yes, even that one. So the, one the which one is above the bed yes. on the ceiling? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's got to be Peter Davison, really, Lindsay. isn't it? Oh. So the monk, he has to steal a power source yes for the, for the um, what they call the heffler the heffler the hi- 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, who the doctor and sarah had defeated yeah. yes previously yes. i don't know if we've heard that i think not no i don't think so i don't think we have i don't think it's been produced but i could be mistaken and also that this particular uh, gizmo looks like a copper light Oh, a dinosaur poo. Dinosaur yeah. poo. <laughs> that reminds me, the doctor, Tom, he sets up this tracker. Yes. Am I the only one who thinks that it sounded like someone humping a guinea pig? Because <laughs> it was constantly... When it was working, <laughs> when it was working in the TARDIS, yeah, you had this incessant <laughs> squeaking. Okay. I was a bit. I mean, I know he, it couldn't happen, but I was a bit sad when at the ends the Doctor wouldn't take Sarah home. Yeah. Mm. The monk had to. I mean, mm. let's trust her with the monk. Why yeah. don't we? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's going to turn up in the couple. It was because there's another box set yeah. there. That could be. That would be a great box that would be set. Oh, I should yeah. get back to Croydon one day. Yeah. It's going to bite him in the butt mm. because yeah. apparently he, the monk was there when the doctor was initially attacked. 
but it's hap- that happens in the monk's future. This monk, yeah, because he he didn't know what they were talking so, so about. Yeah, yeah, so we know that the monk is going to show up again, definitely. Yeah. Well, maybe yes. So at the beginning, it was saying about uh, the TARDIS is doing something to get the Doctor out of the time war. Yeah. Mm. The implication being the time war is happening in its own bubble. Sort of period bubble. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's something I think has always been. So we know we can't go back into the time yeah. war, but when you're in the time war, you can't get out of it either. Mm. Apparently, yeah. but the Doctor's managed it for this particular. Of course, box. Set of boxes. <laughs> so what other? So we've got the fifth Doctor and uh, next, Jenny. Yeah, next one I think is the fifth Doctor and Jenny. Because, and yeah. Speaking of which, I love Tom's reaction when he found out he'd got a daughter. <laughs> you know, Sarah was like, "You've got a daughter," and yeah. he was happy, chuckly man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he still got the laugh. Oh yes, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, no, I just got the impression this was done about 12, 13 years ago because there was mention of appearing in a street in in London in 2010. That's the trouble. It is a time travel series, mm, so they're yeah. bumping up and down the timeline. Well, but that's very true, yeah. Osgood and Kate Stewart are set before 2013. Yeah. Mm. I think it's meant to be about 2011, 2012. We right? only had the one Osgood at the moment. Yeah. 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 I know. Before I, Day of the Doctor. I, for kn- them. I know. <laughs> There is a unit box set out there somewhere with two Osgoods in there. They have, they've eventually caught up on the unit oh, stories. I, so I've got them all. I think but I haven't heard them. No, all. no. Yes. Yeah, I think think there's one in there with two uh, Osgoods. Okay, but. Yeah. At the moment, it's just just the one. I really hope that she turns up in. If they are doing this unit series, hope that Osgood turns up. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to have Osgood. Yeah. She's rather special. <laughs> I also loved the Doctor's amusement when he found out that the Black Archive's meant to be TARDIS-proof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. How, the, how he thought the idea that should, should all the governments fall, the Black Archive defences will go down so everyone can use it. And his response was, well, that's a silly idea. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, I like the That can't be happening. That's impossible. I do wish you'd stop using that word. <laughs> yeah. And the next time she goes to say but it, that's she stops herself. In, in, yeah. <laughs> unusual. Yeah. All the stuff the monk was doing had the, d- the the million yeah. pounds to the diamonds to get this decoder yeah. was to take down the TARDIS yeah, this, defenses. This 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 what is it twenty second century decoder yeah. to come back to the twenty first century to to knock yeah, everything yeah. out. Yeah. That's why I needed diamonds rather yeah. than cash. And the cash oh. came from the KLF. Yeah, yeah. I was about to announce <laughs> that that was a publicity stunt by the KLF. I'd recently seen a KLF documentary on Sky and suddenly, oh! Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, you were also known as the Time Lords. Yeah. Did Doctor yeah. and the Tardis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. The last couple we've listened to, I've, you know, enjoyed in bits, but found hard going and found, found a couple of them hard to keep up with. But this one, yeah, I didn't so much as snooze. No, no, you were there. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. It helps that it's only a one disc yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So it's only that's probably about an hour long, yeah. the actual story itself. But no, it's it's a it's a compact, fast flowing oh, yeah. story oh, yeah. and it and it worked yeah. wonderfully. You you're not wandering due no. to boredom. You, no. you you're there the yeah. whole time. And you've got this overarching story of what happened, why yeah. is the doctor de regenerating and yep. presumably that will all be resolved by the end. Come we November, December, whenever yeah. the final yeah. bit's out. Yeah, so oh, it's next year, it? Yeah, it kept me sort of chortling and well amused when I was driving up from a uh, fake crumbly. Yes. last night sir okay again listen to it what's it called oh, we never said at the beginning did we no we didn't no. <laughs> it, is, it is a bit of a mouthful uh, once and future is the uh, the overall box set, set? Uh, yes. the anniversary set and this one is past lives past lives yeah. So buy the box set, because if this one's anything to go by, they're going to be excellent. Oh, yes. Oh, speaking of past doctors. 
Oh, no. oh he's gla- Has he got a hat on? He has. It, it, he right. Yeah, fair enough. He's, we, um, he's cozied up to her handles. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they look quite lovey-dovey, yeah. don't they? <laughs> One, two, three. Hello, Hello Head of Pertwee! Hello, Hello, Inky McSquirtslot. Hello, Ninja Gonk. Ninja Gonks. <laughs> Hello, Moomin wearing a tennis visor. Hello, folded up and tucked behind a bookcase, Clara. And glue of Clara. <laughs> uh, Graham. Terrence. Oh, yes. And... Oh, where is he? Dave Zilla the, the Mighty! mighty. Dave Zilla the Mighty <laughs> strolls through the countryside. <laughs> Never needs a place to hide. Dum de doodly wants it. Golly gee. He's Dave Zilla. <laughs> Dave Zilla the Mighty. We'll have to write him a proper yes. song. Yeah. <laughs> Jocks of the Mighty. You've been writing to us. Oh, thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To be you. more accurate, Catherine's writing <laughs> oh, to us. Catherine. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you, Catherine. You. She says... Keep us going. Hello, staggerers. Hello, Terence. Hello, head of Pertwee. And hello to Dave Zilla the Mighty. <laughs> <laughs> Please disregard my previous comments about staying home for a while. Turns out I'll be on the road when this episode comes out too. <laughs> I will be visiting Contropolis Ooh. in... Ooh. What the hell is that word? Sekulkus, is that right? New Jersey, that particular weekend. Okay, Syracuse. You, you, you pretend. Syracuse. No, it's not. There's no R's in it. No, it's not Syracuse. <laughs> I'm going to call it Sekulkus, and Catherine can laugh at me. <laughs> that particular weekend, meeting a particular YouTuber who needs some help with a stuffed critter. Ooh. Okay, it's something of a long story. And all I'm sharing is that little tease. Okay. Awesome Con particularly lived up to its moniker. It was awesome. Awesome. I've seen a few videos from that, yes. Sales were good, but not what I was hoping for. My bills are paid, but there was a particular trip I was hoping to afford. Ah, well, that's how the cookie crumbles. Sales being less than awesome aside, I had a wonderful time. My neighbour was a delight and my table was quite close to the big Star Wars Mandalorian 501st encampment (laughs) and I had so much fun watching all the costumes passing by. Even better, I found inspiration for a Star Wars cosplay and am slowly starting to gather what I need to start putting it together. It's going to take longer than my All the Doctors outfit, Mm. I think. (laughs) I don't seem to have actual feedback this time around. I did find Invasion of the Bane on Max, formerly known as HBO, (laughs) and started watching it and then got busy elsewhere. No, not like that. (laughs) When I tried again several days later, there were connection issues, and then my brother called me to watch Secret Invasion, and then it was very late and I needed to get this feedback written, so there's that. (laughs) Also, did not get around to Shadow and Bane. It should be Shadow and Bone. (laughs) Yeah, that's about what we said. Apparently having three episodes of Star Trek Strange New Worlds and two of Secret Invasion, all of which I've watched twice, Mm. once on my own and again with my brother, (laughs) is all I could handle in the last week and a half. Sheesh. Yep. I have seen some Sarah Jane adventures over the years. The two episodes with the Doctor, of course, mm-hmm. and I vaguely remember watching a season or two, binged while homesick from work for a week. Oh. But that was many years ago now. This is a show that deserves another go. Yeah. Perhaps yes. this fall, autumn, while I'm time travelling <laughs> at the Renaissance Festival. Yeah. Since I did watch Strange New Worlds, I'll say the season did start out a bit slow. And I'm sure the second episode had a certain segment of fans screaming about how Star Trek is far too woke again. I'll bugger to the lot of them then. Yeah. <laughs> Those would be the fans who clearly have never watched the original show, of yeah. course. <laughs> I personally have not heard these screams because I avoid those fans as one would avoid hmm. any toxic waste dump. Yes, yep. <laughs> definitely. The third 
episode picked up the pace and I'm very much looking forward to more. Mm. It is getting late here. I shall wrap this up. Be well. Anon, Catherine the Dragon Maker. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Yes. Oh. Thank you. Oh. Karen, what is a gonk and why do you have one? <laughs> <laughs> a gonk is awesome. <laughs> we shall have to take pictures. Yes. In 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 England, I don't know if it counts for the rest of Britain. When we have had exams back in the eighties, we used to have our pencil, our spare pencil, our substitute spare pencil, and our gonk. And our gonk was a a form of good luck. It's if you think about a fuzzy gnome whose hat has slipped over his eyes, so all you can see is a great big nose mm. and a beard. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's a gonk. And mine is completely black with Ninja stitched in black on his black hat, because they have pointy hats. So he's Ninja Gonk. Ah. Why, why am I reminded of a little black light up <laughs> black to tell you that you've done it? PPS. Mm. Oh. Come on, listeners. I know I'm not the only one listening. <laughs> Surely you all are tired of hearing Yo. from only me. We love hearing from... Oh, no. Oh, no. What? Uh. I found them. <laughs> <laughs> we love hearing from you, Catherine. You are awesome. If you're the only one out there, we don't care. But we would like to hear from a few other people. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> if they must. <laughs> Lead us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More, more fun frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who all the new. We. So until that. Gee, for gonk. Great. Big. Big. Gigantic. <laughs> Gargantuan. Galumping. Gonads. Gillymund. Of gonkness. Comes galloping. Gyrating. Gruesomely. With a gastronomic gait. <laughs> towards us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. I have never listened to anyone who criticises my taste in space travel, sideshows or gorillas. When this occurs, I pick up my dinosaurs and leave the room. <laughs> Wise words. Mm, indeed. <laughs> You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast series 1 number 423 featuring Adam Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith and the Real Keith Dunn. Views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Does he get his own microphone? Doesn't need one. He's a ninja. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You hit me on the glasses again. <laughs> that cream could go everywhere. It oh, yes. could. <laughs> it's very the sticky. Cracks and, you know, it's got mm. to pull back then and wash it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm having all sorts of blow trouble at the moment. Come on, blow up. Do, 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 <laughs> oh my god! Find them. Uh, for those listening, possibly in the outtakes, my wife, my darling, ever loving, superiorly intelligent wife, <laughs> had just lost her glasses. They were on top of her head. They were perched on her head. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> anyway, as I think it was and last... And screwed a koala on a travelator and skinned his knees. <laughs> <laughs>
Hang on, I've got to find my addendum. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> Ooh! And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh, oh. thank God. But never Sorry, fear. I've really spudged my glasses on my hair. Can I borrow your shirt? <laughs> you. I'm glad I have my uses. <laughs> now you know how I feel. You can't say that on a podcast. It's This is a no-swearing podcast. Right, you're grounded. You're a grounded gonk. <laughs>